tonight we have um we have like just eaten a curry and which I had a glass of wine. I'm not gonna lie, one glass of wine. I didn't because I'm driving, um, so I've got coffee. Yeah, and we've both got coffee now, and yeah. we've had a, we've had some cake. The cake was really good. Yeah, I made cake. It was excellent. I've, I've been made curry. I've a lot. Um, that was excellent. So yeah. So so anyway, thanks for listening. We're not drunk tonight, so hopefully we might make more sense. But we tonight we are covering um, friendship, female friendship, female friendship. Predominantly. Yeah. Um, and you know what? This has been a bigger subject than I thought. We've spent like two hours already just discussing it amongst various other hilarious things. We have discussed some really inappropriate things. So inappropriate. God, we're gross. Yeah. I love us. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so look, um, female friendship, you know, it's, you know, got to be one of the most complicated relationships maybe i think so. maybe and you know and maybe underestimated how important it can be in our lives i think i definitely think that we don't hold it doesn't hold the same weight in a wider mm. so, the way wider society looks at friendships you know you say you don't see a friend or you break up with a friend and all the rest of it and it's not it you know it's not the same impact if you said oh i've broken up with my partner or mm. i'm estranged from my father it doesn't yeah. it doesn't hold the same as my nan would say, it doesn't hold the same water, but it right. does have the same impact. Yeah, maybe sometimes even more. <laughs> maybe sometimes even more. And I, and I think this is true of grief. And I think uh, and and yeah. So we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about what you know when you lose a friend. When a when a friendship breaks down. We're also gonna talk. We're gonna cover like what we expect from our friends and what we don't expect. Um, what happens when a friendship becomes quite one-sided, perhaps quite yeah. toxic? Yeah. And we're also gonna talk a bit about loneliness and wait, what if you don't? What if you don't? I mean, why is that funny? But like, no, I'm not laughing at that. No, no, I'm laughing at I, I laugh too. But I laugh too, and I was like, what if you don't have any friends? Oh no, I do. But there's so much shame, isn't there's there? There's so much shame. Yeah. And actually, so there might surely there's periods of everyone's lives where you are. Yeah. Lonely. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, I remember when um, I remember back in the day. That was my impression of an older person. That was appalling, and we'll pretend that I didn't do that because <laughs> no old people feel on my granny's gonna just... smack me if she. Of course, you better not listen to this. Oh my god. Um, but I remember when I had my son. So I remember, like, I don't know about you having your kids, but when I had my son, all the friends that I had beforehand, they we weren't the same thing to each other i don't think mm. they i was quite young and they had their lives and i had my life and my life then included a child and i yeah i had i had no friends really yeah until i moved i moved to um so it happens and there's so much shame around that isn't there i felt really embarrassed surely admitting you're lonely is yeah. one of the most shameful things like how dare you be lonely when you've got a husband and a child oh, and this yeah. nice life and oh, stuff gosh yeah but you can't you can't drink with your small child and talk about dildos like that's not all right on any level no, you maybe can't at talk any about age dysfunctional dildos no. <laughs> no you can't and i think there is a there's a lot of shame on that i was, I was really embarrassed and also i remember so i remember moving and i took marsh to play school my son is called marshall not marsh and i took marsh to play school and this mum walked up to me and she just went oh hi doll he's got a great rain mac i really love it this is my this is my best mate liz and this is a terrible fucking impression of liz i'm not good at impressions <laughs> we've clearly gathered that and I was like really wary. I'm I was good like, at meatloaf impressions. But Abby, if you remember from last week, dear listeners, Abby is the best. I mean, I I I nearly pissed myself, and I've had kids, so a little bit weedy come out. Meatloaf says no. That's going to be like a <laughs> catchphrase for boundaries. Oh my god! Would Meat- meatloaf do it? Would meatloaf do that for love? We could we could do it on like a scoring system. Like yes. we could say really disgusting things, but like, well, how do you? think meatloaf would feel about that would he do it would he do it for and love? if meatloaf wouldn't do it it's too far it's too, like that what would jesus do thing well like, i accept even better what would meatloaf do <laughs> let's 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 make bracelets that say what would meatloaf do i will make us i will make us brooches tomorrow i'll make pins oh my god yes. tomorrow i'm gonna make us pins oh, we're my... totally veering right okay sorry right can i do you, is your bracelet maybe a I mean, do you think it, it might be too jangling? It is jangling. I'm is sorry. it jangling? I, I mean, I, I love is. them. No, I love them. I'm sorry. But I'm just, I wonder if it might. Right. Okay. So look, I think. So I've heard. I've heard a bit of this story outside of podcast world, Leander. Yeah. And I know that you've re- you re- you fairly recently lost a friend of many years. And I and you know, do you want to talk a bit about? 
Well, that I like, what I, that was like. I really like hearing myself speak, so of course I'll talk about it. Yeah. I have, like, so my best friend of 20 years, in a, I think it was, it was just before, it was about a week before lockdown, and we were, like, we weren't just friends, we both had quite traumatic pasts, and I feel like we had a real shared bond through our traumatic upbringing. Like, I'm 35, and we've been friends since we were probably 30. Oh my God. That's a, it's a long time, and yeah. we saw each other... Every it's like day. formative years and yeah. into adult life, yeah. We stayed up till like three, four o'clock in the morning, like finding money for cigarettes Mate, and... This is a love story. It is. I fucking adored her and she shit on me and mm. I just feel like somebody died. Like, so like what, like, can you, I mean, I, like, we've probably got to like maybe not say names, but can you talk about like how it broke down? I, like, how does a friendship of that long end? I didn't see it coming. Like, I know that sounds really ignorant. And I suppose maybe the same is true. Like, you know, when a marriage breaks up and the other mm. person just didn't see it coming. Yeah. But other people maybe did. So no, okay. I'm quite, I feel like with my ethics, my morals and stuff, my ethics and morals and things, I'm quite rigid. And okay. I'm quite like, this is right and this is wrong. And, you know, and she was very sort of, you know, she wasn't racist, but she was very like, oh, well, you know, the Tories have a point and blah, blah, blah. And I feel like mm. when people say you can't fall out about politics, I feel that's bullshit. I think you can. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think you can. I think, I think actually, like, actually, if your values are really different, that's jarring. That's but, jarring. And I just, I, I let it go. Look, I'm not, I'm ashamed. I am. I'm ashamed to say that, like, your uncle... George, who's a bit racist, but you have to put up with him for family gatherings. It was really similar. I'm really ashamed of that, but I loved her so much. Mm. Like, yeah. I loved her so much. After Barry and the children, like, after my husband and my kids, she was, she was literally, my, she was my, she was more than my best friend. And obviously we didn't have a romantic relationship. And I feel like society doesn't give that the credence it deserves. Mm. Right, okay. Because so if you say you've fallen out with a friend, it's not. It does that sum up what no, happened with you no, and I your like, friend? No, I thought like she ripped my heart. <laughs> you broke your heart? She broke my heart. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, would, I couldn't have been more shocked if my husband of 16 years came home and said, right, that's it, I'm leaving. Right, so this sounds like more of an incident than a growing apart. I just feel bereft. So, like, so can you talk a bit about yeah what happened? So, so you didn't. So, some friendships do grow apart. I didn't. I didn't see it. You know, you see less and less yeah. of each other, and then suddenly that's it. I didn't see it, but I think Barry did, and I think look, we had a, we had a big conversation about it, and he was like, "She's done you a favour because it did." It did start to be quite toxic. You would never... If she was horrible to you, you would never say anything about it. You'd always mm, defend her. Right. If she was rude to you, if she made you feel uncomfortable, you would never... Like, you ne I would never say a bad word against her. And she basically phoned me after coming around my house the night before and just she just lay... Oh, like, I can't... She flayed me Shit. for, like, an hour on the phone on, like, a Thursday afternoon. Whoa. She was like, you're, ter like, you're terrible, um, you're really like self-centred, self oh you God. give your opinion all the time when it's not fucking asked for, Whoa. I've let you get too comfortable with me. And was she saying this with a view to, and we need to sort it out, what the fuck? No. Or was she like, that's it, goodbye? No, she was like, I can't speak to you for a few months. Um, and I was just like, I was massively apologising, like, I'm so sorry. She was like, you've got a fucking opinion about everything and I'm sick of it, you make me oh feel bad gosh. about like... My parent, you make me feel bad about having a relationship with my, like, dad and stuff. And even now, like, talking about it, I feel, like, sacrilegious. It feels yeah. really bad. But it turns out she was, every time I would go over to see her, from what she said, she would then go to her husband <laughs> and run me into the ground. Shit. Be like, Leander's so fucking annoying, I should ring oh her, I'm going to go around oh there. God. And she was like, you make me so angry, I could punch you. Oh, okay. And I was just like... Like, she, she's quite, um, she's always been quite volatile. So in that it doesn't respect. sound like it was a great friendship for you. Anyway. I really, but I really thought it was. Right, okay. And I'm like, I'm still like, well, he's probably, you know, even now, even though like, all my other friends have gone, like, this is fucking ridiculous. You can't bring somebody in. Like, she was bringing stuff up that happened when we were teenagers. Like, this, it was oh like, you God. did this. And I was like, but I had postnatal depression. She was like, that's no excuse. Shit. And I was like, okay, I'm really sorry. And I just kept apologising. Like, I didn't even defend myself. Yeah. I was like, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And instead of, look, if somebody was apologising to me, I think I'd probably take a step back and be like, well, okay, you've apologised. Mm. Let's move on. But mm. she just didn't. No, no. 
And I think I was so upset because I realised that was it. Yeah. She didn't say that was it, but for me, that was it. You knew that's crossed a line and you weren't going to go back. It felt like she cheated on me. I, I can't think... I, I Honestly, I know that sounds so... It, and it, like even as I'm saying it, I realise it sounds silly and not in context, but it feels like... It feels like she fucked somebody else and then, right. and then paraded them in front of me. But this is the thing, though, isn't it? Because if if you'd said to somebody, I've been, you know, I've been in a relationship with my we boyfriend were, or girlfriend, yeah. you know, for like however many years and they're a really important part of my life and we've broken up, you would be like, oh, my God, are you OK? Yeah. That's awful. You know, yeah. we we... we have this real emphasis don't we on romantic relationships we hold them up as being the ones that we should prioritize the ones that are most important to us and i think that grief of it's a societal thing definitely because societal yeah that's right because it's not um in society we go you know like traditionally man woman kids parents That's what you're allowed to be upset about. That's what you put value on. But what about people who don't... Are they not with partners? Yeah. And they don't have children. They don't have family. Are their friends not as important Yeah, what if your significant other is your friend? Your friend. And that's absolutely fine. We and let's face should. it, a lot of friendships last longer than a marriage. They, yeah, I think I think that's very true. I always thought she was... And I I've, I find it really hard to, like, to trust people. Mm. and Or not trust people, but rely on people. Right, yeah. And she was my number one. She was my go-to. Right, right. Fuck. Yeah. She, she, and I, honestly, I couldn't be more shocked if I if I'd been hit by a car because that's what it felt like. And I am even now. Well, how do you get over something like that? I, I don't think I ever will. I don't think I ever will. I won't. I don't want to speak to her anymore. And I don't want a relationship with her. And I'm sure she doesn't want that of me either. And I don't want it because I feel like my trust has. Like the trust, there's no yeah, more trust. Yeah, sure. If I can't trust somebody, I can't be. I, yeah. And I invested so much in that relationship. Yeah. I did. I did invest so much time. Yes. So much time and listening to her problems and her listening to my problems. Yeah. And, and then, I mean, as you know, like this week has been mega. Like without getting my time of oil in out, this week has been really difficult for me. Yeah. My uncle yeah. passed away and I was very close to him. And the first person I wanted to call was her. Oh, and I can't. Because yeah. we don't, we're not there anymore. Yeah, and it yeah. Fucking hurts. Yeah, like that is painful. It's a big deal. It is a big deal, and I just don't think you get over it. And I'm sure not every relationship is like that, and I'm sure not every friendship is like that. But it's made me really wary. It's made yeah. me really wary with taking people for I don't know, taking people for granted. And, I, and like I'm sure it's not one sided. I am opinion. I'm really opinionated, and I can be quite rude and quite blunt with my opinion. But that's not new. No, but when we talk about like so, look, I mean. From from what you said, it, it does sound one sided in that, you know, when when she brought that to you, you just apologised, you just apologised, and she it got quite toxic. And that, like, you, so your partner said, "Oh, I think she's done you a favour." So I think like one thing you know that's worth talking about is like this this what happens when a friendship becomes really one sided, you know? Because yeah. I, th- I mean, for me, like this is something that I've experienced. I think so, most of us probably have. yeah, and and most of us probably have, and I think. You know, there are times, there, like, there have been times of my life where I've had a lot of friends, but when I've been really low, there's been no one that I felt I could go to and say, mate, I'm really struggling, I'm really, I'm really sad. I just, I just didn't feel like I could get that from my friendships. So and I think I do. Well, well, what did I do? <laughs> what, did, what would Abby do <laughs> in this situation? Well, do you know what? Actually, I've got to say, um, I got to a point several years ago where i realized that um i just didn't feel like i could bring that to 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 my friends and i made an effort i i tried to go out of my way to make friendships that were more for me so that rather than it just in rather than spending time with people who i felt maybe just needed my emotional support people who are who i could i so it was a conscious effort I tried to actually make make friends that were a bit more a bit more equal where it was like I could go to them and say oh my god I'm having a really hard time and this is going on and they would listen to me and I it, it didn't happen overnight that's but, a big deal though that you can yeah. recognize that yeah because that's quite a that's that's quite self-care yeah yeah well like well, I, well you I think did, you did the work well I think sometimes it, it's almost like a crisis kind of forces you to do that and I think for me one of the things was becoming a mum 
Um, you're never more vulnerable. Oh, you're never more vulnerable. And, you know, you can go through some real lows. When you've got babies and toddlers and, you know, you're, you're really struggling... Um, you, it, need, you need people you who need, can who can look after you, and a little you need bit. other people who've had who've had kids. Oh, for me personally, yeah, you do need that that oh, shared experience. Not 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 that you can only be friends with other mums, but you you need to you need to make friends with with some people who can understand where you're coming from. When you've got tiny babies that have exited your body, I feel oh for me gosh. personally, that is where I massively leaned. Well, after having my second one, yeah, I was like, where are you bitches at? because <laughs> yeah just... how did you find it though like going to play did you go to play groups and stuff and oh, try and make friends fucking hell so... i always felt like when i was at oh playgroup that people were like oh my god what's the what's her fucking problem because i would turn up to playgroup and be like oh my, i haven't slept and this no. is shit oh god, and like no one does that <clears throat> new mums you're not allowed you're not allowed to say that. But I I remember both. I, I, I remember talking to, to other mums who were literally like floating on cloud, not having the best... Well, they said they were having the best we time. We know with, they <laughs> probably weren't. They said they were having the best time of their lives. Liars. And, and I felt like a twat and a listening failure. to that. And a failure. I felt like a failure. And actually, I think... Well, I think sometimes when you share the worst parts of your life... You become close to people oh, rather than yeah. the best, right? Because yeah, they see your horrible bits. They see like you vulnerable, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I can relate to that." Yeah. And um, that's all I you think, want. You want yeah. a bit of validation. Yes, you want someone to go. Oh, I see you. Yeah, recognize that. This yeah. is awful, and I see it because I remember this mum that stopped me really yeah. quickly interrupted yeah. that playgroup. This mum that stopped me is now like we've been like, really, really close friends since Marsh was two and he's 13 now. And, well, since both our boys were two. But she, I went around her house. I had no friends. And I went around for a cup of coffee. And I just remember her saying, I was like, yeah, so kids. And she was like, oh, God, it's so fucking hard. And I nearly cried. And I I said, oh, my God, just a... I was like, what did you say? And she went, oh, someone else. Yeah, she was like, some days I can't even stay in the house with them because it's so hard. And I was like, never leave me. Yeah. It's so validating. It's it's validating. And do you know what? I had a moment once outside Tesco's. Um, My oldest was, well, she's now nine, but she, at the time, I think she was like three or four months old. And I had a little breakdown. Oh I burst into tears. You know, maybe everyone's burst into tears either in or next to Tesco's at some point. But or I, some supermarket, it, some generic. But I had a moment. So I, I burst into tears. What it was was I was waiting for the bus and I couldn't get my buggy onto the bus <laughs> and I freaked out about yeah. it and no one would help me. And so I went to Tesco's and I called my partner and was like, "Can you come and pick me up? I can't cope." And I just sat on the bench outside Tesco's and burst into tears. Oh, my. And I had the baby in the buggy. And I remember just looking at the baby and thinking, my daughter, and thinking, oh, my God, I'm such a terrible mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, do you know what? As I sat there on this bench outside Tesco's, a woman got out of her car with, like, three or four screaming children inside it. She got out of her car and she came and sat down next to me on the bench. And she just said, it's so hard, isn't it? I Right? Oh, my God. Oh, no. Wow. But that's the thing. Like that. She just sat with me for a minute. She gave me a tissue. She listened to me for a minute. I felt so much better because I felt like someone was saying, it's okay to find it hard. I just feel we need to be seen. And I feel nobody can, for me personally, nobody can see me better than my women friends. Yes. And I I really feel that. I mean, because you have, you know, similar experiences yeah, yeah. and you've got similar you know and I just I feel like that's a really powerful thing like I've done like red tents and stuff like that before and and obviously like just just to throw that out there when we like when we say women we obviously mean trans women as well like we're not we're not just like oh you have to have a vagina we're not absolutely okay. but I just yeah it's obviously I'm saying women a lot because I can't say the one with the x in it how why, how do you say it? is it with x but you know what we mean. You know what we mean, dear I'm not listeners. sure, but we're trying. Yeah, and so I feel like when you've got a lot of that really, even if it's one or two, that just validate your mm. your lived experience. Because there's nothing, I think there's nothing worse than you struggling or triumphing and no one sees. Yes, yeah. Like, did it even happen? If no one sees me having this horrific time, yeah. I like, did it happen? Am I making it up? Yeah, is I'm invisible. Bad? Yeah, you feel invisible as shit, especially because like we're both we're we're both quite 
extroverted. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah, for us, that's like death. It's like, why am I so lonely? Because I can't stop fucking talking at people. That's why. Because I'm so fucking annoying. That's what I'm not love lonely me, Love now. me, love I'm me, not... love me, love me. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not lonely now, but I have been lonely. I have been lonely. And, and like, I like, I think as an extrovert, you can be lonely despite filling your life with people. Oh, because if people don't see you, that's, yeah. that's another thing we keep saying about being seen, but... You can make a great performance and make people laugh and look like the you know the most bubbly person in the world, but actually you can be really lonely. I I have to admit I've been the boffer of friendships. I've done that. I've done that a few times. What's a boffer? Oh, I've boffed off the friendship. Sorry, I've made. (laughs) I've met. Look, mate, it's not my fault that you're not educated enough to understand my amazing. I haven't heard that one before. Boff was like a fart. I've made it up. Okay. So just okay. Okay. Let me. So you have that. So you've. So you French. You've got be ghosted or dumped. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Which I'm not proud of, but I have childhood trauma, and that's how I deal with things. So that's it is what it is. No, but don't you think? But also, but you get to a point. I'm not a dick about it, but I do feel that you get to a point where you're just like this person isn't very good for me. They're not inviting me over. They're not asking how I am. Okay. Yeah. They're not Not a good sign. Interested in what I was. And that's coming back to one-sided friendships, right? One-sided. If you're doing all of the running, all of the legwork, all of the listening, all do you know what I mean? All support because it's tiring when you've got to listen to other people's problems. I will listen to your problems and I'm happy to help you with your mm. problems. But I've, the older I've got, I don't know about you, like I'm mm. 35 now, Abby. I'll listen to your problems and I'll really listen if I love you. Right, If you're okay. my friend. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, I've yeah. got all my own shit going on. And it, like, even though a lot of the time I look like... I, like I dress like a fucking blue head clown or I look like everything's great it's not mm, my mm. life is just and sure yours is too it's yeah. just as complex as everyone else's and I feel like sometimes people don't see that yeah they're like oh she's like super happy and like and another thing I found no but like, people want to drain that yeah, like like vampires well yeah no but people can be quite draining mm. right and I think we've all had an experience where like you have a friend who just takes from you and takes from you and takes from you it doesn't you know, have to be big stuff. No. But the, you know when someone phones you and you're like... I don't know if I can deal with you today. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I feel oh, good for saying that, but it's true, you, right? You? Oh, it's liberating, isn't it? Abby's the nice one. This is another thing. So we do the Enneagram. So Abby's a two and I'm a seven. So I'm a lot more ruthless than she is. You should have seen her little face when she confessed that. She was like, oh, I know I feel guilty. I do. <laughs> I, do I, do you know what? I feel so guilty about things. No, you shouldn't, though. Um, yeah, well, and, and, and things will, and, but things but, will play on my mind, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. And I think... Uh, but, th- but then, this, is, this has lent me to become the kind of friend that yes I'll be there for you and yes I'll listen to you and I'll make an effort and blah 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 and I, I don't maybe fight for for receiving that for what you need yeah I have, but I have made an effort to and I, th- I think the result of that is that now and I haven't always had this but now I do have a group of friends who are amazing and like I, I can go to them and like, like they've definitely caught me when I've when I've when I've fallen yeah yeah physically and metaphorically I mean you don't want to catch me falling because I'm uh, you would be squashed <laughs> but I'm quite yeah um I, I, but yeah no I, I, I think that I think like if you've got and it doesn't even have to be loads of people I just feel like you can have like one or two people it's quite it's quality in it what if you don't have them though because let's talk oh, about loneliness so what do you do because like there might be people listening to this this has been me. What if you think I'm lo- I don't know how to, to make friends and I'm lonely. Like making friends as an adult is weird, right? It's, it's, it's like asking someone out. It is weird. Um, and also I look super gay, so it literally is like asking someone out like if <laughs> <laughs> No, but if I just be really upfront about it, be my friend I won't touch you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't promise that. Um, <laughs> but boundaries. Firm boundaries. Um firm boundaries. I yeah, no, I don't Corona know. Corona boundaries. Corona boundaries. I'm oh. really not gonna touch anyone oh. anywhere. Oh. But um, yes. I don't know because I don't you know, like because I've always had friends, so I, I just don't know what it's like to be lonely. I've never been lonely. No, but no, I mean but... I don't know about like so coming at it from that angle as well, where you say like you look you like air quotes here, like she she air quotes looks gay, but that that must be quite interesting as well because I so I I'm bi, so but I don't look I literally look I'm the I am the girliest looking girliest girl, so I've never yeah, so quite like representing yeah, yeah, so I don't think people think that usually. yeah and, I'm, and obviously i'm married as well so i'm married to a, to a bloke 
So I don't know. How do you look? Does that make you feel different then when you go and approach women for friendships? Bit. Um, I think as a gay lady. As a gay lady. <laughs> a gay lady. Well, I, well, I haven't been out like for very long, no. and I and I and I definitely thought I was straight for many years. Oh, and by the way, I know that a lot of people have requested that I talk more in depth about this on like Insta, and I just want to say like we hear you, and we are going to do a whole episode. In fact, the next episode we're going to talk about sexuality. Yeah, I think and we get yeah. we, you know, yeah, and we'll we talk about a bit about sort of our coming outs and yeah, um, you know. Yeah, we're going to talk. We're going to talk. We're going to cover sexuality. So, well, well, I am going to talk about that coming out in later life. But yeah, so look, I've, I I haven't been out for very long um, as a you know as a lesbian. Um, but I do. But I yeah, as we talked about in another episode, I definitely like present quite butch, and there is <laughs> there is a bit of a dynamic. Like sometimes when you first befriend someone, and you like, oh, we should go out for a drink sometime. Oh yeah. Maybe people might get the wrong impression. I don't know. I don't know um, what what impression people have of that. But then I think you know you've got that's something to be careful of as well. I think yeah. you know because you, you you know being clear that it's just a friendly thing. Yeah. Uh, was, yeah. It's because because like, like I said because I because I look like, anyone that knows me or looks at my Instagram look I I am quite femme presenting and so I I just I don't think people get that from me. I, I, you know, don't get that vibe. I don't. Well, I don't think so. But then I don't know. But then what is that vibe like? I don't know. Well, that's it, isn't it? I, 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 do don't, I don't think. I don't think you can. <laughs> but you, you can't. You... I mean, I, I people judge me on a fucking haircut, and, and actually, it's like, not... oh my god, she's got short hair. Yeah, of course. And people gay. always assume that anyway. So, but yeah. um, so so that's really easy for people to latch onto. But I I don't think that I don't I, I don't really believe that you can judge someone on. People do. People do. We but all I do. don't think you can judge someone on what they wear and how they physically present as and say what their sexuality is. Yeah, no, I think I dress really nice, but I'm a fucking monster. They never know. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I think making friends as an adult is, is yes. a weird one. So I think when you've got kids, it's actually slightly easier because, you know, you can... True. Baby groups or schools and blah, blah, blah. I remember, I remember one of my friends, like, she's fucking excellent. And... We met each other back when I um, did fat camp, and which I don't do now. And Yay. she was there, and I was there. And do you know, we just look at someone, and this is how I met my mm. other really, really good friend, actually. And you just look at someone, and you're like, "Oh, I bet you're fun." Yeah, and she is. Like Tess is fun, and I remember seeing her. We hadn't seen each other for. We talked occasionally as you walk by each other. Yeah, fact, you know, yeah, yeah. it's quite small. But I remember seeing her in a charity shop. Oh, okay. And she had a little one, and I had my little one, and... Oh, I love a charity shop. Oh, good old Chaz. Oh, I, I miss love a charity Chaz's. shop. Everybody needs, like, random glass. And I love and it when CD. people are like, oh, my God, where'd you get your coat? And you're like, Chazza. two pounds from a charity yeah. shop. Yeah. Vintage. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Sorry. So, so, you saw, so you saw her <laughs> so in a charity shop. So we saw her in a charity shop, yeah. we both spoke, and then I was like, all right, then mate, bye. And she was like, yeah, yeah, all right, bye. And then I walked out the charity shop, and I remember really vividly thinking, shit. Should I go back in? She comes bowling out with this piece of paper, going, phone me, let's be friends. And I was oh, like, yes. that's so nice, yeah. And I just remember standing in the middle of, like, the high street, going, yes, mate, yes. Yeah. She was like, I don't want to be weird. I'm like, this isn't weird. This is brilliant. I was going to come back. Do you know what? I'm quite bold with it now. Yeah. I didn't used to be. No. I, I was like, oh, God, when can I get to the yeah. point where I can ask this person out for a coffee? Oh, we go to the same, like, yeah. I don't know, baby play group in the village or whatever yeah. and i'd be like oh when can i now like literally if i meet someone that i like and i want to hang out with them i'm just like should we have a drink sometime yeah. i'd love to have, love to have a chat and i and i will just ask someone and do you know what if they are not if they're not i don't feel at all rejected if they're like people oh, got their own lives yeah and people, i don't you know i think i think like romantically if you're gonna ask someone you could feel quite rejected but friendship wise i i don't feel very rejected if someone then doesn't want to hang out i'm just like oh they don't want to hang out they might be they might not have space for a new friend in their lives they might just be super busy they might not be that sociable they might be freaked out that this okay. random you, woman is like you came in right let's go for actually, a drink I, I had, I had a gap and you filled it actually. Just yeah. thinking about and I it. Did. But that was quite a no, nice. This is how we made friends, isn't it? I, it was I, so funny. It was I, so funny. I think like I I I'd like complimented you on your outfits a couple so of times funny. and then I came up to you one day and, and we had a little chat and I was like, mate, we should have a drink sometime. Would you like that? And My, you were like, Yes, I would. Seriously. So like I don't want to be creepy about it, but I will be. 
Um, I remember starting, the kids starting at school, and I remember seeing you, like, I'm pointing, people can't see me on here, I'm like pointing, but I remember seeing you in the playground. you're obsessed with me. I am, I'm not going to lie about <laughs> I'm it. Joking. I'm joking, um, She's not, I am. So, I remember seeing you, and I was like, oh, that mum looks fucking cool, but how dare you not have children in the same class as my children? There's like that so unwritten rule in the playground, eh? Yeah, right, you right, only socialise oh, with their mums, other mums in your class. I know. Oh my God, fucking mums WhatsApp groups. No, I'm not going there. Oh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going. There's on always that one. some smug git, isn't there? Who's like, every oh jar, God, I'm. And this is why. This is why I don't have any friends because I'm such a fucking bitch. That that's like everyone. Don't forget that it's bring your favourite spoon into school day, or like it's like dress like a fucking endangered animal day, and like. In some ways, I'm grateful for the reminder. But in other words, I think, for fuck's sake, smug Rachel. Right. I don't think there's anyone called Rachel in my class. And I've left it. I left it anyway. I left it after some stupid posts about coronavirus and I left it. Well, dear listener, I'm always grateful for the person who says... Are you? See, I'm a dick. I'm Uh, a dick. Well, you're not. I mean, like I said, I had like a wild bun the other week. Yeah, I think playground mums are a different breed and I'm one of them. So I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And I'm sure to some of the other mums I'm a massive dick as well. Yeah, no, people people definitely think I'm a dick. People avoid me, but I've made my peace with it because I don't give a fuck. So... I think like I think I think that play so this is what I was saying about like meeting you in the playground. So I remember I just remember shouting at her, I love your hair, it's so cool and then like really hurrying and then not looking at her for like two years because I was like, Well she obviously thinks I'm some mm-hmm. sort of fucking simpering freak. And so both our kids in different classes just didn't sort of speak and then corona happened and there was quite a small amount of people back yeah. at school. And yeah, I just like I think you came over and you were like, I like your dress and I was like, I love you. You're like, let's go for a job. I was like, Yes. And that's yeah. been it, really. And then, yeah. then, then the podcast happened. Yeah, yeah. But then I think, like, but you know, I will people. do that. I will do that yeah. now. And I also, I think, yeah. I think, if you're a weirdo, it's hard to meet other weirdos. Yeah. And when you do, you've got to cling on. And we're very bold about it. Yeah. You can always tell the odd one. <laughs> yeah. Like, so look, yeah. maybe normal people make friends in a different way. So this advice, kind of Over advice coffee that we're giving. and boring sex with their partners. <laughs> Yeah. Like, what was Vol doing today? Oh, the drywall. The <laughs> drywall? Is that like a sex move? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking more. Of that. <laughs> I was going to say, about the dam. I haven't heard of that yet. That the, dry, the drywall. Yeah. It doesn't gosh, sound well, great. It doesn't about sound great. I know, it's got like dam. Oh, he did great so. drywall. Oh, oh God, it does When he drywalls like... me, it's just riveting. It does sound like a really middle class, boring sex move, doesn't it? I wonder well, how that would work. I let's Google it later. But, um,. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are we going to find out about this <laughs> later? Or are we going to Google episode? it? Um, we talked about it. Let's not let. I'm not going to say it. I'm not even going to say what we talked about a lot last time. Oh, well, the meatloaf thing. The meatloaf. I thing. had, honestly, I can't listen to you for a meatloaf for me. I. Well, because you normally listen to meatloaf regularly and oh. now it's rude for you. Wow. Do you see how she just judged me for listening to. <laughs> I feel. Ouch. I mean, you went. But, oh, oh no, I, I mean, okay, fuck you. Finally, Life is a lemon, and I want my money back. So there's nothing fine, wrong fine. with meatloaf. I don't even know if she thinks she is like better than meatloaf. Fuck sake. I'm down. I'm not better than meatloaf. No, you're fucking not. I'm you not. just okay. you sit I'm with I'm sorry. I'm sorry. About... Apologize I'm sorry, meatloaf. meatloaf. We all love you so much. You're great. You're one of a kind. Well, you're taking it too far now. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but um, but yeah, what were we talking? What were we talking I about? Know. I don't know. I don't know. We've lost our way. We have. Um, where were we? So well, we had a list. We did but, have a list, and we're not drunk. Like I just need to keep weird that, that. We're, yeah, we're not drunk. So you're getting this um, as gold. What they're getting, mate? Well, we were talking about one-sided friendships. Oh, but how? What if mm-hmm. you have a friend who's pretty toxic, and you realise they're not very good for you? How do you cut them out? Well, I'm. I'll dead ass them. Like, you'll like ghost them. I'm. I've. I again. I think because of protecting myself childhood trauma wise i find it easy not to have a confrontation which isn't that's not great of me i can mm. recognize that but i can cut them off what do you do well god i don't think there's many times where i've been like i am going to cut this person out of my life really yeah maybe i'll do not. that i'll do that shit maybe maybe i do it. Oh, don't I, even look at me the wrong way i <laughs> think like i think um maybe just naturally that i would eventually 
you know, sort of heads off, comes to a head. Like, does that yeah. is an argument or is it more of a... Well, I tell you what, this is what I think. I think a friendship is worth having an argument if you really love that person and you value that friendship. Oh. So we were talking about confrontation yeah. earlier, weren't we? Just yeah, non-popos. I, I, I so, right. It. So I think, I think it's worth a confrontation. If I had a friend who I really loved and I was really valued them in my lives and they said something that upset me... Have you had that? Um... I have. That's that's happened to me, and we. I would bring it to them. Yeah, we we totally. Well, it was both of us. Actually, yes, I have. Sorry, I yeah. have had this, and yeah. we worked through it. And, and I remember really having a friends. big argument with a friend, and I thought, "Gosh, this is odd." Yeah, it's the kind of thing you do with well, someone you're in a relationship thing, with. You'll argue with your partner, and you won't give to like for me no. personally. I don't give shit. Like if anything's upset me, I'm like motherfucker. No, but this is the thing though, because we were right. So with friendships. There's, we don't know, what the fuck was that? Oh, sorry, I'm really freaked out because the window's open and it's a bit Halloween-y and it's making bangy noises and it's scaring me. Anyway. Your dog will I was scared. Um, okay, so, um, God, what was I saying? Right, so, I think friendships are interesting because they're the, one of the most complicated relationships we have because we don't know what we expect from each other. So, with a romantic relationship, it's quite clear... Your boundaries. Generally, what we, what, what we expect of each other and we talk about it. Yeah. Are we going to live together? Are we going to get married? Are we? Is it casual? Is it just sex? Is it? Are we exclusive? All of these are you things. You're going to pay for the coffee. There we go. And we we yeah. but we talk about it. We do. You know, two people can can enter a friendship with completely different expectations. That's so interesting. You know, someone can enter into a, a friendship thinking, "Oh, great, I've made a friend. This is someone I'm probably going to hang out with once a week." Someone could be thinking, "This is someone I'm, I want to spend every. I want to spend every. I want to see them every day for I've a cup of tea after the school run." Do you know what I mean? And I think you can end up being quite disappointed because you go into a friendship thinking it's going to be like this. This person's are they always going to be there for me? I've never considered all of that. that kind of thing. That's such an interesting way of, of, of um, thinking. But imagine about it. if we did. Imagine if when we made a friend, we were like, "Right, so what is this? Yeah, are we friends? Are we oh best friends? Um, are you know?" Um, how often are we gonna see each other? Yeah, I, like that's that is it's weird shit. though, isn't it? It's weird, but it's also weird that we we work don't. it out without talking about it. But you can't do that with like a like a, like a living relationship or, yeah. or a romantic relationship, yeah, yeah. which is really odd. Even weird little things like, are we gonna buy each other birthday presents? Yeah, yeah. Are we gonna <gasps> do like all of these weird oh things that we don't actually say out loud and we don't have a conversation about? But you know, uh, do you think? friendships are harder work than in that case than romantic relationships because you have all these expectations or all these things and yeah, both of you just have to know are. it you have to you make have to know effort. it you yeah. have to make more effort especially often like your partner might live in your house they're just fucking always there aren't they they're always there they're always there always you have there. to make an effort to see a friend you have to schedule time in you might have to get a babysitter it's an effort friendship is an what? effort that is really telling though so i saw somewhere this thing and it said People really want you in their life. They will make the time. Mm. And I think that's really telling. And I think if people don't make the time, like you say, that there might be various reasons to that. And I feel that you can have different friends for different things. Yeah. And you can be different. True, true. You know, you can have cash friends. Like, I've got... Oh, my God, but <laughs> it's like so relationships, isn't it? So, you know, you know... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you can have casual friends. And, I mean, everybody does, like, stuff differently. And people might have sex with their friends and they might not. And they might get help from their friends financially and they might just, there's so many there's so many mm, things oh my with, god yeah, yeah i hadn't even thought about yeah. that I, so the lending of money the, the lend, oh the it's lending a big of deal, money right? yeah, it is, yeah i'm really british about it as well but this like i said this week for me has, has genuinely been particularly hard because like i said my uncle passed away and i'm i'm fucking devastated about it and my husband has been amazing because he yeah. always is he's great he's like one of the only men apart from my son that i like but mm. So have you guys. But mm. Abby came round, she bought me chocolate, she was on her way out and she threw chocolate at me and she stayed for coffee and you did. And that genuinely was, was exactly what I needed that day. Because I knew she was coming around, I got up and I got dressed. And I needed No, but that. same, you know, and you've done exactly the same for me and we won't talk about well, I am, exactly I, I what am happened. Great, so. But I was a state, I was a state and you came over and you made me feel better. But this is the thing. And oh my God, it means so 
much so much to know that to know that when you are having the worst time and two of my friends will text someone will be like right i'll be around in 10 minutes yep. uh, have you eaten i'm bringing food i'm bringing coffee yeah and you offered to like you offered to buy dinner for me i like my friend hannah she offered to cook for me uh, liz has been texting me constantly my friend nikki's been texting me constantly and you guys you five have been the ones who have been checking in on me from rachel like been checking in on me and just making sure i'm all right and and tony as well and it's been really nice got a really nice group and it doesn't have to be too much and again when you get older you do have boundaries like i'm not a massively everyone roll up at my house whenever you feel like it person mm. like i quite like i think when, yeah. you, when you have kids and stuff you kind of do yeah, anyway. yeah yeah but the fact that everyone's just like you know what they are and you know what i need yeah yeah that's proper friendship when you know what the other person needs and you're you're yes able to give that to them and hopefully that's reciprocated yeah because i would do it i would do yeah. it for you and i'll do it for nikki and i'll do it and so that's that's been really important for me this week and I needed that this week. Yeah. I couldn't have coped without it this week. This week mm, I would mate. I was a mess and I just wouldn't have coped. Yeah. Yeah. You know, knowing that occasionally my phone went and it was one of you one of you guys yeah. just going Yeah, good? even just that little bit of like Sorry. how you feeling today right. and like it can make such a massive difference. It has. Um speaking of crises. Oh, crises. Um we we have got some serious confessions and problems to cover oh, today. You're gonna, you'll die at the confession. I mean, so, I mean, oh my god, I mean, I'm shocked, and I'm not, I'm not often that shocked. I don't think. Um, so we've got some great confessions, and we've got some, and we've got some actually, like, quite honestly, serious well, yeah, problems to have. talk about. Um, so we're gonna take a little break, and we will come back. With fresh eyes. With fresh eyes. I'm going to find out what the banging noise is upstairs because it's freaking me the fuck out. So if we don't come back... We're going to take a knife up there. Yeah, it's because we've been murdered. Because if someone did break in, I don't know how, I don't know how good you are, but I'd lay on the floor and be like, no, they'll stab me, it's fine. Well, the dog isn't going to help. I'd be the dog. Yeah. So how hard are you? Um, I'm pretty, I'm going pretty hard. You I'm, give I'm, it a I'm, go. I'm, right, I'm going to get a knife. Right. You go up first. Then. Okay, right, we'll be bye, back. listeners. Bye. Right, okay, so we're back. So we've been we gone. are back. You, they didn't know. They didn't know we were gone. We were gone for ages. I don't think it's going from. I don't think it's going from the same place. Um. Well, it said. It said it was. I, hang on. We're gonna. We're gonna go again. Hang on. Okay. Right. So we are here with your confessions, and have we had some doozies? Oh my god! I lot honestly. Oh I'm, my goodness! I, I nearly wet myself. I'm a terrible person. Like you need to know up front that we're going to read your confessions, and if they're funny, we are going to laugh. We're going to die. We're only human. Laughter. We're just human. This is a really big deal. Are you ready for our first ever confession on the Not Your Darling podcast? Lay it on me. Here we go. Confession session. Okay, so listener number one says, "Okay, so this could definitely cause a conversation." She says. I was a late starter with boyfriends and sex. So at the age of 18, I landed my first ever proper boyfriend. I was so chuffed. Ah. Six months in, he was over for the night. God, they waited, they waited quite a long time. How, how long? Am I a slag? Six months in, he was over for the night. Oh, gosh. Yeah, no, who, who does that? Um, and we had a lovely, sexy, romantic evening. Good for you. Da, 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 yeah, yeah. In the middle of the night, I awoke with that feeling of someone watching you okay looked around the room and my boyfriend was just sitting in a chair at the bottom of the bed in the dark that's a bit stabby mate i would be fucking terrified that's a bit stabby but you wake up and someone is watching you sleep on a chair at the bottom <laughs> of the bed okay right i'm gonna carry on though because this is really special some, some people pay for that i mean okay well no, fair, there's no judgment own. dear listener so i was like what the fuck are you doing are you all right he replied with, I have to tell you something. I've murdered your entire... No, no, sorry. First thought was, great, he's cheating on me. So I calmly replied with, okay, what's up? Shall I pop the light on? He said, no, I just need to tell you. He started off with a question. Do you know how most people lose their virginity when they own a farm? Oh, fucking hell. When they own a farm. Honestly, just... what would go through your mind? I mean... That he fucked a tractor. Like, I don't... But I, I can't believe it's that worse. her first thought, right, was, is he cheating on me? Not, has he eaten my family? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my what do you, God. I'm sorry, what do you mean it's worse? So, it's worse than fucking So, yeah, so he said, do you know how most people lose their virginity when they own a farm? Again, I was like, what the fuck? No, why should I? Fair enough, mate. I've never owned one. He then mumbled, 
Well, you know, I've always lived on one. Yeah, <laughs> get on with it. Well, my first time was with a horse. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus. I laughed so loud and told him to stop, stop fucking about and come back to bed. He then started to cry. Oh, my and, God. And kept saying that it was true. Why would you insist? I did fuck a horse. Oh, my God. Well, the f- first thing that came out of my mouth was how. Like, fair enough. Like, logistics. Like, logistically, how, how is, I'd imagine how like... is that mm, was dangerous, right? I mean, it's... <laughs> Um, no, he said I he, no, but he said, but then be. he said he he said he climbed on his grooming stall. Fuck the grooming stall. I don't know. I don't. I didn't grow up on a farm. I didn't fuck. On I horse. am gonna be oh, one of my horse friends. Knows what that is. I'll ask um, him. All I thought was, do I chuck him out or try and be a caring, supportive girlfriend? That is such a woman question, right? Like, how do he I care for this person? Fucked a horse. horse. You wake up and someone is sitting at the bottom of your bed, ready to tell you that they fucked a horse. And you wonder if you're being mean. <laughs> like, or not, you weren't being mean. Well, well, the next morning he left and I dumped him Why? as I just couldn't accept it. But my God, I had so many questions. Mate. Oh, I what think, a confession. Wait, so he clear, he made it clear that he fucked the horse, right? Yes. I'd be more impressed if the horse fucked him. Oh my god! Like that's when I'd be like, "Shit, I can never oh live my up." Goodness, what would you do? Like, what would you do though if somebody said that to you? You're going out with someone, you think, "Oh, this is great, lovely, romantic," and you wake up in the middle of the night and they're sitting there waiting to tell you that they fucked a horse by standing on a grooming stall. I mean, whatever grooming stall is, but I, I don't think I could sleep the rest of the night, and I. And I think I would chuck them out. I, I think I'd be like, "I'm sorry, but you're just gonna have to leave now." I, I. I'm quite dark, so I reckon I could definitely sleep with him again, but... <laughs> Leanne, no, no, let me finish. But <laughs> I'm such an asshole. You would do that for love. No, I'd nay. <laughs> you halfway through. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd be like, is this what you like, Billy? Is this is what it? you wanted? And I'd oh throw handfuls of sugar cubes. Is this what you want? It's, it's oh, dark, you... it's dark, I, isn't it? What? What goes... Why? I have so many questions. Yeah. What goes through your mind? And, to look God, at all and God ass? bless her that she thought, oh, I need to be supportive and caring. That is such a woman thing, though. That is such a look how you you monopolise men's feelings above your own, and you are a caregiver in to such a degree mm. that you question your own oh moral. My. Oh my God. You look know, like, at my bad person. Then for... like, is it weird of me that I'm. Matt no, I'm not more freaked out. I am freaked out by somebody fucking horse. But the one of the most the sinister things, the most sinister thing I find about that story is waking up in the middle of the night and someone that you're sleeping with is sitting on a chair at the end of the bed in the dark, watching you and like waiting to confess something. I would feel like that person was about to murder me. Yeah, no, I'd be like legitimately. I'd be like, are they going to pill that a knife? Like, we, yeah, like we've both had partners and got partners where you've lived with them and slept with them and all the rest of it. And I don't think any of my my husband's certainly never done it. No. He's never sat at the What No, that too. But it's... <laughs> we'll go home and ask him now. Oi, babe. Where do you stand on this? This is something we didn't have out in our oh, marriage no. contract. Horse fucking. Is that a yes or a no? No, but he never... He's never sat at the end of the bed. Have any of your partners ever sat at the end of the bed looking at you? No. Imagine you're that important. Imagine you feel like you're that important. It's okay for you to do that. Like sitting there going, oh my God. I must tell them this I thing. mean, fair enough. If you like wake up next to your partner and you look at them for a minute thinking how beautiful they are or something. That often if it does. In the morning. Where it's daylight. You'd be waking up next to Dobbin though, wouldn't you? Like <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You did nothing wrong. You did everything right. Oh mate. Um so <laughs> listen, horse. but thank you, listener, for sending in that confession because that is well, I've never heard anything like it. I mean that's gold. Uh, that is gold. That's... It is. It is up there. I don't know if we'll ever get past I, that. What you would need to ask yourself is that, though. And you know what I'm going to say? Is it a horse joke? No, it's not a horse joke. It's <laughs> what will Meatloaf do? Like our new bar for judging things is whether or not Meatloaf would do it. Would he fuck a horse for love? No. Would well, he obviously wouldn't. He wouldn't do that. But would he? Would be he supportive? continue to, in a relationship with someone who had fucked a horse? I'm going to solidly say he would do anything for love. Wouldn't do that. <laughs>
Okay, this is a this is a this is another great one. Do it. Thank you, listener. Listener number two, her confession. Oh, should I not do genders? Anyway. Or him. Or oh, him. Oh, they. Yep. Um, so, right. So, after a great session... Oh, God, I can't a speak. Session. I can't speak. A great session of skating. I got into my skating, some skateboarding, I don't know what. I got into my car, proud as... Ice skating? I don't know. Right. Proud as punch of what I'd learned that day. I feel like that's um, important. And in a daydream... <laughs> I was just a little way into the story. I filled my car with petrol and drove on the way down to the motorway, only to then have my car break down. Gutted. And I realised in my daydream, I put petrol, not diesel, in the car. Oh, it's easily done. It's easily done. So while I was waiting for the recovery man, all of a sudden, I had the most terrible tummy pains. No. Yep. (laughs) Like... You know you need the shits, Tommy oh, Payne. No. Oh no! Yeah, oh. by the side of the road. Um, oh god! Right, all I could think of was where the hell can I go? There was no bush around anywhere. Sweat droplets started to form, <gasps> and I was clenching as tight as I could in the hope that I would find something soon before the recovery man turns up. They're always late, though. Recovery vehicles they always take ages. Oh man, this is a traumatic poo story. <laughs> Right, everybody's got one. Right, um, so I rummaged around and to my delight, I found a plastic bag. Oh, I don't think I could shit in a bag. <laughs> desperate Not t- even a zombie desperate t- I've, I've never done it myself, but desperate times call for desperate measures. I couldn't shit in a bag. Um, so <laughs> you wouldn't do that. Me no, wouldn't. Right, me no, 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 Right, so <laughs> fair enough, dear listener. She found a plastic bag after checking for holes. Good, good thought. I was safe. I then thought, how the fuck am I going to do this? There was no quiet road, so I thought the back seats would be the best. I mean, how would you even... I, 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 I've got to say, this 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 listener deserves, like, an award for... This is this is brave. She gets into the back oh, seat shit, I'd rather shit with myself. a plastic bag. I'd shit myself. You'd rather actually shit... Oh, come on. Oh, no. Right. So, oh. I, I, th- I think you're a fucking hero. Okay, <gasps> listener, right. Um... I then thought, how am I going to do this? Right, so she got into the back seats, um, got into position and let it rip. And, oh my God, my God, I swear it was like I'd saved it up for months. Oh, that's horrid. Oh my God, I feel traumatised. This is worse than the horse. This is worse than the horse. I'd fuck the horse over that. I I prefer this to the horse. I was hoping that this was going to be the end of my pain, but no. So she's done a poo in a bag in the back seat of the car. She looked out of the back window and who happens to be walking up to no. the car? Yes, the no. young, yes, the young recovery man coming to save me. I had to try and finish what I was doing, plus pull up my sport leggings. See, this is relevant that she was skating. Um, pull up my sport leggings as well, not to get shit everywhere before he got to the car. And then the next fear set in, the smell. He had to get into my car. Oh, that's horrible. I tied up the bag of shit. <laughs> oh, mate. And I had to face the embarrassment whilst the guy was trying not to gag. To this day, I always carry a bag and Vipu. What's Vipu? It's what you put down the toilet. It's all you oh, VIP. I've heard, I've seen an advert for it. Um, just in oh, case it Christ. ever happens again. Oh, mm. Well, I just, I feel like, the, I feel like, mate. You deserve, like, an award for poo bravery, I think. I, I'm traumatised. She need, she needed to go. She found a bag. She checked for holes. She got in the back seat. She did a poo. I like that you're so positive about it. And you're, like, like you, you're, you're really... Uh, maybe it's the mum in me. I'm, like, I'm, yeah, I'm still congratulating okay. my children on doing a poo, maybe. I'm, like, yeah. well done. Oh, okay. If you need to go, you need to go now. Okay, fine. Yeah, no, no. Maybe, maybe that's. Maybe I'm still. I, I'm You're still, still in that. I'm still in that. I've been out. Of I, I'm still years. in like thinking it's an achievement for someone no, to have a bowel I mean, movement. Hmm. No, I. I oh. Oh, my heart goes out to her. No, that's awkward. Yeah, my heart goes out to her I've because, like, if you've got to go, story. you've got to go. Yeah. yeah. Have you got an awful poo story? I've got a poo story. I, I've got one too. I think. Should we do them instead of like instead of advice? Maybe we should do advice next week. I don't know. I, it's quite short. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, everyone, surely the postpartum poo is, 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 is a pretty traumatic. I didn't want to When you've got stitches and stuff and yeah. you think, how am I going to do this? And you're trying to pee and you're pouring like hot water. Oh, Jesus water. Christ. Oh, oh, my God. God. oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, your child burst out. You're like, mm. I don't hold in with all that. Oh, my God. It's the birth is amazing. It's fucking not. It's ridiculous. Um, 
but, but, but look, like, I mean, I, I, no, I, but I do think that today we should, we've got a good problem and I think we do should Do the problem it. and then we'll talk about our okay. shits next week. Okay, okay, fine. And six and six. Six shits. Shits I can't speak. Okay, this is actually a real problem. Oh, we've got to be serious now. No, I mean, they're all real, obviously, but I'm just saying this is quite a kind of serious. problem rather than it, yeah. All right, okay, we've okay, got four, okay. We've got ten minutes? Yeah. Okay, so listener number three has sent in, sent in a problem. She says... Okay, so, was in a toxic relationship, for 10 years got married to a man last year and left this year. He knew I was bisexual, um, we dabbled in the swinging scene a little. Rewind, our relationship was toxic masculinity at its best. I wasn't his equal, he was controlling, abusive emotionally, psychologically and financially abusive, so I left. When I left, I also came out to my family and friends. I've lost a lot of people due to him blaming me being gay for our split. However, if he'd shown some human decency, I don't think it would be a problem. So anyway, so the question is really, how do you stop caring what people think about our split? It would appear that a lot of heterosexual relationships are similar to mine and women don't even realise what's happening to them because I didn't. That's so much to unpack. That is a lot to gay. unpack. She's bi. So he's trying to palm off like, oh, well, you're, you're a lesbian, so it's all your fault, which is fucking right, ridiculous. Right. When she's not even, that wasn't even the yeah. one of the causes. I mean, this is kind of close to my heart. So so yeah. I, I've, I, um, so I have come out of a marriage, you know, like literally in the last year and yep. come out. And... Um, not not a similar and it wasn't a toxic relationship no. and i was really lucky with that but i definitely think there is something in if you were leaving a straight relationship and at the same time coming out it's interesting then how your sexuality can be blamed for it's it's the biggest have you get, found that it's the biggest get out of jail free card yeah because it's the most sensational piece of news so yeah. it, relationships break down every day yeah, yeah, yeah but for a relationship to break down and for you also to come out, people are going to be like, well, it ended because she was a lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Or well, with this listener, it, well, it ended because she was bisexual. And it's a complete get out of jail free card for this listener's partner. It doesn't matter how but shit he was. It doesn't matter how much of a shit he was. It's her fault. It must be her fault because she's bi. But it's easy. I think it's easy to blame. Which is bullshit, by the way, listener. And like, what the fuck? Of course it is. Of course it is. It's, it clearly sounds like he was a twat anyway. And, you know, if it's not... And also, I don't... I never understood when people split up and then they they shit-talk the other person as well. Because like, it sounds like he's, sh you know, he's done he's that. He's certainly sh been shit-talking her. Yeah, yeah, and, like, to all their mutual... And also, anyone that's, that's boffed you off because of that, fuck them. Like, fuck them. Oh, what, for being bi? No, yeah, no, if they've, if they've, you know, she said, oh, how do you not care about what people think? Because they don't live your fucking life. But it's hard, though. Oh, but imagine what horrible, miserable people they've got to be to judge somebody else. That's, they're not in her marriage. Yeah, they yeah. weren't in her life. Where were they when he was being horrible and toxic and shit? Oh, my God, yeah. Were they judging him? No, but they can judge her. No, because we expect that pulling of men, her right? shit again. Because we set the bar so fucking low for men, it's on the floor. Good for you, love. Good yeah. for you. You've done the right thing. You have done the right thing. And, if and, people and can't more power you, to you. Yeah, if people can't support you, that's fuck their them. Fuck, fuck them. them. Not literally fuck them because they sound horrid. But that's their problem. That's yeah, absolutely. Problem. They shouldn't make you. How dare anybody make you feel shit about your sexuality or about your own lifestyle? If I split up with my husband, if me and my husband split up, what the fuck has that got to do with other people? Nobody else lives in my house. Mm -hmm. And also, us. like... Like if so, right, if you if you have if you can get out of a toxic relationship, Amazing. fucking well done. So like, many fucking well done. Like seriously, like well done. And and it's because it's damaging. Because you know, often you you know people get judged. Oh, why don't they leave that partner? Why don't they leave? Because I don't understand why they don't leave. Because they financial. Yeah. So we've mental. yeah. So she mentioned financial abuse, and 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 also you know if somebody is an absolute you. shit to you all the time. Yep. It's brought you down. They grind. And honestly, like, domestic abuse between male and female partners, but, like, predominantly, I'm not talking about other, like, same-sex relationships, but two women a week are, are killed in the UK by a male, by a male partner, yes. or a male spouse, or, yeah, man, yeah. or a known male. Two women a week. That's insane. A fucking week. Fuck that guy. 
fucking leave him and don't go back. Yeah, and maybe, you know, the people that, you know, have left your life because good. of this, it's a it's a good it's job. good. Yeah. They don't care about you, they don't care and about maybe, you. And, and and maybe now it's gonna be a time of making new, amazing well, imagine cutting someone out because they've ended their marriage or and, because they're boy. And imagine also, that. like, I think I think this is a thing as well. I think if you've been in a really destructive relationship, it's so easy to blame yourself for it. Yeah. I think there's a bit of forgiving yourself that needs to go on. Yeah. Be nicer to yourself. Yeah. And genuinely, not caring about what other people think is really hard. But if you can it get hard. there, it's amazing. And then we need a bit of that fuck you attitude. Shit, it's so empowering. Yeah. I Absolutely. genuinely, genuinely, not to the same, like not for the same reasons, but I genuinely stopped giving a fuck about what people thought about me, like how I dress and how I look. It's fucking beautiful. So, yes. When you stop giving a fuck about what men think of you as well, it's yeah. beautiful. And so, what we think of you is, we, we think, think you're fucking amazing. Woo! Well done for getting out. Good. And I hope you cried. We all the embrace time. your we sexuality. We love you. We're your parents and, now. And. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck that guy. Fuck we that we guy. wish all bad things for him. Yeah, we do. Like, his sock always slips off of just one foot and he has to walk around with his shoe on and his sock half off. And then his leg falls off. And he steps on Lego. And he shits himself and he hasn't got a bag. He hasn't got a bag. He or he a finds bag. a bag, but it breaks. And it's got a hole in it. Yeah. Yeah. And the only way And he gets shit. fucked by a horse. And he's getting brilliant! So that's what we wish that's for him. That's what we wish for him. We wish puffy And we wish all you. good things for you. Yeah, and honestly. And look, we're running out of time. We are, we're terrible. So look, next week we are going to talk about sexuality. Sex, sexuality. You've asked it. for it and we're going to talk about it. fucking brilliant. Probably with booze. Yeah, let's do booze. We should do booze. But not on a weeknight. Um, <laughs> so that's that's been us for this week. And so, yeah. yeah. That's us. And we're not your darling. We're not your... Well, but we love you. We love you. But we're not your darling. We're not the patriarchy's darling. We're not. We're not their fucking darling. No. But we love you. We're your darling. Um. So yeah, send us your problems. Send us your confessions. Have a great couple of weeks. Yeah. And um, share our podcast with your friends. Oh, do please. do share, like and share, like and share. Okay. Love you Bye. guys. Bye.